Welcome to the Vibrant MD Podcast, where we discuss weight loss, women's health, and food. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Awad, a family doctor and certified weight loss coach. This podcast is informational, but is not meant as medical advice. Anything you want to change after listening should be discussed with your own doctor and personal medical team. I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Hello, my vibrant friend. I hope you're having a good week. My baby is filling out college applications. In fact, all the friends are too. It's mid-October and that first deadline is coming up and they're all trying to decide early decision, early action. There's so many choices nowadays, it's a little mind-blowing. But, you know, it's funny because our, our youngest is actually concerned about leaving us alone next year. And my husband and I have been talking about what it's going to be like with an empty nest. And anyone else out there feeling that? But the funny thing is, we just also found out that our third, we have four kids, our third will be coming back home to do student teaching next fall. So, ha ha, delay the empty nest. So today on the podcast, I wanted to talk about sitting, dementia, and weight loss. I'm going to work, work these all in together. So a new study came out recently in JAMA, the Journal of the American Medical Association, and it just reconfirms what we kind of already know. We've all heard the phrase by now, I think, that sitting is the new smoking and how the sedentary lifestyle is not good for us. So why talk about it today if this is just more Me Too research? Like, we already know this stuff. I do want to talk today about things I can't completely prove, but I think will make perfect sense to you. And I want to help you think about different categories in your own life and what's sedentary and what's active in your life now. So if we look at this article, we already know that Um, being sedentary increases cardiometabolic disease, which means we're more likely to have heart attacks and high blood pressure if we're sedentary. We don't move around. We're definitely at higher risk of type 2 diabetes. It's one of the highest risk factors because when we walk around, our muscles help us use blood sugar and keep our insulin levels from getting too high. And, And one of the important things with weight loss is trying to keep our insulin levels from getting higher and higher and higher because insulin is a fat storage hormone. So we want to decrease insulin resistance. We want to decrease insulin levels. And so this relates to being sedentary. We also know that we live longer when we move around more. If anyone has watched that wonderful documentary on Netflix about the Blue Zones with Dan Buettner, Or maybe you've read the book, which was out a while ago. You know, he talks about people who move around in their everyday life, who walk places because it's part of their regular routine. Those are people that are living longer. And it's something for us to consider because, you know, us in the Western world, you know, maybe you live somewhere that's pretty walkable or maybe you're like me. And if I go to the grocery store, I'm getting in a car to go there. So things to consider. So let's talk about this study a little bit because I think it's still super interesting. So this was done in the UK. They looked at almost 50,000 people and they studied them. It's called retrospective. They look back at this group 
About half of them were men and women, so that's helpful. I didn't get to see the breakdown of the races because I didn't actually get to see the whole article. But they looked at this large group of people who were 60 or older with no diagnosis of dementia. And they followed them forward for about seven years. So they looked back at the people who'd been followed for around seven years, and the people wore an accelerometer, so kind of like a movement tracker. And they measured the amount of time they were sedentary, and it really affected their dementia risk. So the people who had been sedentary for less than nine and a half hours during the day were much less likely to get dementia. The people that were 10 hours and above really had a a lot greater risk of dementia. Now, when they looked at the study, there were a lot of things they couldn't tell. If someone was working at a standing desk, it was hard for them to tell if that would count as being active or not. And even when they looked and found that, you know, 10 hours or more of sedentary time was associated with a much increased risk of dementia, and under nine and a half hours was much better. There wasn't proof of a cause. These two things were associated. Now, we're not surprised by this, though. So even though this study doesn't prove it, it makes sense because we have all this other data about diabetes and cardiac disease and shortening our lives. So this makes sense even though we don't have proof of cause. Now, why I bring it up is I want to point out for you that a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are women in midlife and beyond. So when you hit 50, you start looking at your older relatives and you're not just thinking about what diseases they have. You're thinking, which diseases do they have that I'm going to get? Do you have dementia in your family? Do you have cardiac disease and type 2 diabetes? What are things that you can personally modify that will decrease your risk. And we can do this along with looking at weight loss goals. So health and weight loss goals can often go together. So let's take a look at this. How can you think about this in your own life? What does your day look like now? You know, they looked at this group that was 60 and above. And, you know, if there's a woman listening to this podcast, 60 and above, You may be still working. You may be retired. I don't know. But if you're between 40 and 60, it's a good time to take a look at this as well. Now, a lot of my clients are like me. They are business owners, so they spend a lot of time at desks. And so I have really thought about how much I sit at a desk nowadays. An interesting thing that I read recently was in the book 10x is Easier Than 2x by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Now, this book is great because it takes a lot of the ideas from their other books and and kind of takes them to a deeper level. And one of the things that they talk about in this book and another is that time is a construct and we can create time and we can certain we all know that we can certainly waste time with busyness, especially when we have our own business, right? So One of the problems I find is that when I am wasting time being busy, spending too much time on emails, researching stuff online, that that's usually sedentary time. I am often sitting with that busyness. You know, people who are working in their business are not usually saying, well, I just was really, you know, busy wasting time in the yard. 
that's less common. So what does your day look like now? If you can assess that, remember to include drive time, commute time, and any time that you're sitting still. Okay, next category, let's look at leisure time. So let's relate it to our work time. If our work time is sedentary, then maybe our leisure time could be active. If our work time is active, then our leisure time can be more sedentary. You know, I used to work in nursing homes. I was walking around, climbing up and down stairs. I was crouching down on the floor. I had some driving, but it was pretty active. And at the end of a really tired day, I just wanted to sit, let my kids and my pets crawl over my legs. I was very happy to watch TV or watch a movie. And one of my hobbies in my leisure time was writing. So I loved to pull up my computer and write a story. But now, when I've spent the whole day sitting at a computer, I don't want to sit and write a story anymore. You know, how does this play out for you? You know, are you, if you sit a lot, do you still like watching TV? Do you still like spending a, a lot of time on screens, you know, sitting down after a long day at work? Is there something different you could do? You know, maybe you meet up with friends for a meal or at a coffee shop and could you switch that? Could you walk around a lake together? Could you meet up and walk to the coffee shop, grab a hot beverage and walk home? Is there a sport that you've been meaning to try? You know, you could change around your leisure activities. Now, I do want to add in one more thing that I didn't mention about the study they did that was interesting was if people exercised, it didn't change their risk if they were still sedentary for 10 hours a day. So you can't, <laughs> you know how you can't outrun a bad diet? You can't outrun a sedentary lifestyle. So you can't go for a run in the morning and then sit for 10 hours and believe that you've reduced your risk of dementia. So this study showed that whether people exercised or not, the hours spent sitting really affected their bodies. It was just kind of the, the total amount. So does that make you think different about your exercise and your leisure time? Something to think about. Okay, next category where we need to think about, are we sedentary or are we moving around? House chores. And I'll even call these also family chores. Maybe you're helping out a parent or you have things that you do in your home. Or maybe you don't do any of your own house chores. Think about what you hire out and how you feel about that. Are you sitting and watching TV because you've hired out your yard work? Would you be better off doing something active? Is there something you want to take back again? I was actually thinking that, you know, the last number of years, we've always had teenagers at home. So usually one of them was mowing the lawn for money. And if they weren't available, we were uh, paying the neighbor kid to mow the lawn. And the funny thing is that now I think, now that I sit so much, maybe I should be mowing the lawn if my kid doesn't want to do it. And I should hire out sitting and folding laundry because that's sedentary. I don't know. I haven't totally worked that one out for myself, but I thought I should bring it up so you could think about it for what you're doing for your chores. Next category is volunteer time. 
I don't want to tell you that if you sit all day that you should not knit crochet and make quilts for, you know, maybe you're doing that for charity. But do notice what you do in your uh, volunteer time. Is it sitting in committee meetings? Because it's a lot of thinking work. You know, would you enjoy carrying boxes at the food bank? Would you enjoy standing and serving a meal somewhere? Is there something that would have you moving around in your volunteer time? That might be a wonderful experience for you in your community, because we know that when we, when we give to others that we receive so much back, but could you do it in a way where you're not sitting around? Interesting thought, huh? So I was just pondering things, these things as I was reading this article, so I wanted to bring them up to you. We know that people who are generally more active generally weigh less. We know that being sedentary increases your risk of type 2 diabetes, increases your insulin levels with insulin resistance, and those things work against weight loss. So I did want to just bring it back to weight loss here at the end. So like I said, it was an interesting article. There's nothing here I can completely prove to you, but it makes perfect sense, right? That, you know, nothing new here. Sitting is still the new smoking. Not good for our hearts, not good for our bodies, not good for our brains. But if anything has changed in your lifestyle recently and made you more sedentary, can you think about changing some other categories of your lifestyle to be more active? And if nothing's changed, do you just like the balance of what's going on in your life? Do you think it's possible that you're at 10 hours above of sitting? Food for thought, and I hope you found this interesting. Thanks for spending time with me today. While I've got you listening, I'd like to invite you to work with me. Please join Vibrant Weight Loss so that I can be your guide on your final weight loss journey. We only go for permanent weight loss here. If you go to heatherawadmd.com, you will find many spots there where you can click and join. Now, we're having a special bonus right now, and people who join between now and the end of the month will actually get a paper copy of the workbook sent to their home. There are journal prompts, planning sheets, and while everyone who joins will get this electronically at any time, some people just like to have it in their hands with paper so that they can write out the journal prompts and it just makes a good experience for some people. So that is available if you join before the end of the month. So heatherawadmd.com. I look forward to seeing you in the program.